YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram have made losing weight and getting in shape overly complicated and very dramatic. From cutting out entire food groups to two-a-day workouts to ridiculous six-hour eating windows. But honestly, it's really not that hard to both lose weight and maintain a healthy weight. And by the end of this video, you will know my biggest tips I share with all my coaching clients to help them lose and keep off the pounds and easily start living stronger, longer, and better beginning today. Thanks for checking out this channel. I'm Roy Alexander, healthy living expert and health and fitness coach, AKA the wellness architect. And my channel is all about helping people just like you easily live stronger, longer, and better by giving the boot to silly trends and fads and instead offering you simple tips and realistic solutions to bettering your health, body, and life. Now, if this sounds good to you, please remember to quickly hit that big red subscribe button and also make sure to hit that little tiny bell so you'll always get notified of all my newest videos the moment that they come out. Now, number one, getting on to losing weight. The first thing you need to know that nutrition is number Number one, always. And regardless of these fad diets, biohacker claims, and just other pure BS, it's always calories in versus calories out. So calories in, that's easy. That's anything you eat or drink. Calories out, now that's a bit more complicated. And there are generally four ways. Number one is your basal metabolic rate. These are the calories you burn just from being alive breathing, heartbeat, brain function, all that sort of internal stuff. Number two is NEAT or non-exercise activity thermogenesis, meaning all the moving you're doing in a day. And I'm gonna get a lot more into this. Number three is the exercise calories burned. And number four is the calories that you actually burn from digesting foods, which is called the thermogenic effect of food. When you add up all four of these together, you get the sums of the calories that you will burn in a day. Now, moving from calories, we move on to your macronutrients, protein, fats, carbs, and ideally we wanna prioritize protein. They help us feel full and they are the most calorically expensive for the body to break down and digest and are the key ingredient in helping build muscle. The more muscle you have, the more calories you can burn in total. From here, once you get your protein dialed in, you would divide your remaining calories between fats or carbs. Really, whichever you prefer, whichever make you feel better, but be sure to keep fats at at least 20% of total calories for your hormonal health. And carbs should ideally be coming from whole foods like veggies, some fruit, and higher fiber complex carbohydrate choices like yams, rice, leafy greens, and even potatoes, particularly cold potatoes, are actually very good. However, we also need to consider our micronutrients, but you're going to get a lot of those if you eat well-prepared whole foods. But you can also add things like fresh spices, uh, herbs, and vinegars to really up the nutrients, digestion, and absorption of your foods. And of course, make sure your beverages are are low calorie, right? drinking lots of water. And of course, you can also add some soda waters in there, some teas and unsweetened coffee. And that's about it. And to simply sum it up stupidly, smaller serving sizes, getting in your lean protein, prioritizing whole foods, drinking non-calorie dense drinks, done. To get deeper in nutrition, uh, make sure that you watch my video called the, my top five eating tips to lose weight uh, easily in my nutrition made easy playlist right here on this channel. Now tip number two, and this may surprise you a lot, but exercise burns a lot less calories than you think. And it also can change your eating behavior. Now the average gym workout 
even with beast mode on, uh, only burns about 200 to 300 calories in an hour or less than less the calories of a plain bagel with literally nothing on it. Not to mention that these cardio machines are often way off on calorie burning counts, even your wearables, sorry. But before you think that I'm anti-exercise, nothing is further from the truth. I mean, I teach fitness courses all around the world and I have an international fitness academy. But I prefer to look at exercise from a muscle building point of view as opposed to a weight maintenance point of view. And building muscle is a great way to help us look better while at the same time maintaining a healthy weight. As mentioned, muscle uses more calories. So every pound of muscle you add can help you maintain a weight just a little bit easier. You know, not, not too much, don't be fooled, just a little bit. But we also tend to do exercises very wrong with all these popular hit group workout classes. On the other hand, simply doing the same thing over and over and over, never changing, does not gonna help you either. What ideally we want to do is just focus on our training. It's called the minimal effective dose of exercise. Too much exercise can significantly raise cortisol, burn off muscle, increase risks of joints or ligament damage, and definitely causes you to be hungrier. While too little, we'll pretty much not do anything at all, save burning a few calories, but you can definitely get a lot more out of your gym time. So for exercises, I've high, I have all my clients focus on high quality controlled and focused muscle building programs with ample mobility work and just enough cardio to keep them healthy while getting them the best bang for their valuable time. And the biggest key here is focusing on progressive overload. This means making your program harder over time. Now this can be by adding weight or significantly changing the exercises, uh, adding new reps, new sets, adding new ranges of motion, adding partials. Uh, additional work on weaker areas or playing with different phases of a lift, which is one of my favorite things to do. The point is we want to do just enough exercise to benefit our bodies towards our goals. Also, exercise can make you hungry overall. So make sure you have your meals, your nutrients, or your calories you know, dialed in so you don't end up overeating uh, after your workout. And keep in mind, eating is never, is never a reward for working out. That is a terrible habit that so many people have. What do you think so far? If you like what you're hearing and agree that losing and maintaining a fit, healthy weight doesn't have to be restrictive eating or exhausting Orange Theory F45 CrossFit workouts that leave you feeling beat down, jump down to the comments and write something like, it's not that hard, or just even give me a thumbs up. And you can write anything else you'd like because I'd really like to hear your thoughts on this very large, often very overly complicated subject. Now, number three, and the next thing I'm gonna talk about is a very neglected aspect of weight loss and maintenance. And as I mentioned earlier, this is NEAT or non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And this is so freaking important. I don't know why more people don't talk about it. NEAT is the second biggest high calorie burning method naturally we have. But due to our lifestyles, we have lost a great deal of it to modern static westernized life. Living and traveling throughout Asia and India really showed me just how important NEAT really is to add into our lives daily. And this is one of the big messages that I bring to all my students and all my coaching clients. Did you know, for example, that fidgeters, just fidgeting, can burn an extra 350 calories a day? That is really a lot of calories for not doing nothing. And really active people can burn as many as 2,000 calories in a day. Mind you, you'd have to be extremely active to do that. Now, 
Sadly for us westernized cultures, we only do about 4,500 steps a day, whereas many countries in Asia are closer to the 7,000. And I typically aim for myself to get anywhere between 7,000 and 10,000 day steps for myself and all of my coaching clients. So how do we easily, because that's the key word, easily get more neat? Simple, take a daily walk with your morning cup of coffee, do walking breaks at work, and after dinner walk, just walk more. Use a standing desk. For workplace group meetings, have a large central standing desk instead of everybody sitting around a table. Try things like wobble boards, Swiss ball chairs. Uh, take the stairs more. Invest in a treadmill desk. Those cheap pedal things that go under your desk. Do simple stretches more often. Just sit on the floor in different positions more often. And to really maximize this suggestion, make sure you go to my website and see my seven sits blog. There are so many ways to sneak in more simple, non-sweaty, non-exhausted movements movement and extra ranges of motion into our day with never really thinking about it. And it really, really does make the difference. And finally, we get to sleep and lowering stress. Now, I want to make it clear, regardless of what these health pros and podcasts tell you, nutrition and neat and even exercise take top priority. And then I would say sleep and stress management. In fact, I see many clients um, still lose weight on less than stellar sleep, but over the long term, yeah, really, sleep does need to become a top priority, if not just for your overall health, immune system, uh, energy function, and your mood. While sleep does a lot of things for us, in this video, all we care about uh, is that we recover in our sleep and we build muscle in our sleep through the repair process. Stress and a lack of sleep, which in itself is a stress, can contribute to excess cortisol, a hormone that is somewhat catabolic to muscle tissue, uh, a fancy way of saying that it will break down your muscle tissue if you have too much of it too often. Now, it can also assist in helping store some fat around the belly area and love handles. So doing our best to maintain optimal cortisol uh, levels is very important. And one of the best ways is sleep and stress management. Where can we start to fix our sleep? Number one, prioritize it. Make it as important as your job, your workouts. It has to be a priority in your life. Number two, set a bedtime. You probably have to wait. I have a wake-up time, so you'll also need to go with nightly bedtime and try to keep it the same all week long, seven days a week. Number three, lower your lights at least two hours before you want to go to bed. Ideally, your home should be pretty dark in the evenings after 7 or 8 p.m. Number four, at least one hour before bed, eliminate any screen time. Number five, check out ZMA. That is my favorite sleep supplement. Uh, I really, everybody who I get it on really loves it. And finally, number six, Make sure to have quality bedding and pillows, breathable and comfortable, that keeps you cool. And for lots of in-depth tips on getting better sleep, make sure to watch my mini playlist right here on my channel called Mini Sleep Series. So there you have it, my top four fat loss tips you need to know. Easy fat loss tips, I should say. And remember, if you still haven't both clicked on that red subscribe button and the little bell, do it right now, as I'm always doing my best to bring you the easiest and usable health, fitness, and wellness content possible. Now, if you didn't know this, you can also follow my audio Health by Design podcast on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and many other podcast platforms where I give you the same advice I use for myself, as well as all my private coaching clients, as well as bringing you very unique guests from all over the world that you really do not hear very often on other podcasts. And finally, 
Finally, if you want some help on your own health and fitness journey, I'm also available for private coaching and you can set up an absolutely free, no pressure, one-on-one -on -one consultation call with me by visiting my website at www.roaralexander.com slash free call. And until next time, remember, I'm here to help you live stronger, longer, and of course, as always, much better.